Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Here's a bit of a dilemma. This is not for the faint heart, can I point out? <clears throat> Pardon me. We all love our children. It would be fair to say when it comes to boys, mothers probably love their boys more. It would be fair to say when it comes to dads, they love their girls more. Don't they? That's a kind of generalisation, but usually it's the case, isn't it? And even the worst amongst us can't help it. It's nature, isn't it? Some say that parent-child love is the only true unconditional love. And it is unconditional in many cases. Children can trample all over their parents and they'll still love them. They forget very quickly. Parents will forgive the worst kinds of behaviour and treatment when it comes to their precious babies. And they're always their babies. Right up to the day they die, they're still their babies. But what I want to talk about tonight is how far you think parents should go to protect their children. Let's take a little example. Theoretical. Your son comes home. He's 19 years of age. If you've only got a daughter, imagine it's your daughter. And has been in a fight. And he tells you that the other person is seriously injured. But there is no way anyone will be able to pin it on him. There was no one else around. One punch fell, hit his head. He was unconscious. I ran. I was so scared. Come straight home to you. Do you tell, now, you know he could go to jail for a long time. Even if it was something that was, I suppose, uncontrollable at the time, he could go to jail. What would you do in that situation? Would you tell? Would you actually tell in that situation? Would you call the guards? Another example. Your son comes home and says he thinks he raped a girl. Now, how he could think he raped a girl is beyond me, but you understand the point I'm making, all right? Maybe he was confused about consent. Maybe she was drunk and he took advantage of her. She was asleep or he had sex with her while she was asleep or while she was drunk and she wasn't conscious. He doesn't know why he did it and he feels terrible. Do you tell him to go to the authorities and hand himself in? What happens if he doesn't? He's terrified. I don't want to do that. Please just cover for me. Nobody will ever know. She won't even remember who I am. She didn't get my name. Would you cover for him? Or would you call the guards yourself? Another example. You walk into your son's bedroom and you find a stash worth about, I don't know, a thousand euro full of drugs. He opens up and starts crying, tells you, yeah, I've been dealing for the last year. Do you call the guards? He could be in serious trouble. He could go to jail. What do you do in these situations? I ask because we're seeing more and more antisocial behaviour with young people. And we had a sociologist on the show recently who said it is generally accepted that this trend is going to continue. These kids have parents and some of them must be protecting their own children. At the same time, we had a criminologist on the show this week, Ian Marder, who said most young people who commit crimes grow out of it. And they mostly stop offending at some point in their lives. Very few go on to continue doing it. So we all know putting someone in the justice system in this country means they will likely stay in that system in some way forever. If your child was sorry, would you protect them? They came home. I'll give you another one. They came home. They have a car. And they tell you the road was dark. I'm sure I hit somebody. But nobody was around. 
so nobody got my reg or anything, and I just know there was no cameras in the area. Please don't tell anyone. And the next day in the news, you hear on the radio, there was a hit and run on such and such a road last night. Gardaí are looking for witnesses to come forward. But you know there was no witnesses because it was a dark road in the middle of the night. So you know he's not going to get caught. And you find out the person he hit is in hospital in a critical condition. So you know he could go to jail. Maybe he had a few drinks on him. Would you call the guards? Or would you protect your child? Let me know how far you would go to protect your child. Now I don't want you to come on and say, oh, will I tell him to go to the guards? Take it that he's not going to go himself, or she, if it's a girl. They're not going to go themselves. They want you to cover for them. Would you cover for them? Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Joan, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are things? Good, Joan, nice to talk to you. Joan, a mother oh, will do anything for their child. Have you got children, Joan? I do, I have two girls. You'd die for them, wouldn't you? I would. Yep. Like us all. Yep. But to be honest with you, in every single one of your scenarios, I would turn them in. Interesting. Yeah. No matter no matter how much they pleaded with you. Ma'am, I could go yeah, to jail. Yeah. It could be the end of my life, ma'am. Yeah, but the way I look at it is the problem nowadays is no one has morals. There's no empathy. There's, so I, as a parent, would be doing wrong by not showing the consequences and letting them deal with it. Because if they were genuinely mistaken, and let's say it was genuine, they learn from it. The justice system is shite, as you say, excuse my language. But, like, you just have to go into a courthouse and listen, like, they let you off on half of the crap. So I think taking your child in, whether you bring them to the police station or the police come to you, journey and there's remorse there. They, journey, so let's say if it's drugs, turn them in. Sexual events, journey, you have to turn them in. Because but their career, but think think about it, right? Let's say they're in college, right, or something like that, right? Or they've just started a new job or something. Their career is over. That's the end. That, you know, if they're going to go to jail, which most likely for any of the things that I mentioned, they will probably go to jail for a period of time. Um, if found guilty, which they would be because they've admitted it to you. So they're going to go to yeah. jail. So their career is, particularly for this, if it's a young man and it's yeah, it's rape, you know, not only will he go to jail, but his reputation would be destroyed for the rest of his life. He's a rapist. Yeah. Never shake that off. No, but at the end of the day, why would you protect someone? Well, people do because it's their child. People people do. I I wouldn't. I'm just saying. That's why every country is screwed up at the moment because we'll take this, we'll just put it into perspective, the rape. So if you're going to protect that child that has raped Who's protecting the child they raped? So my child is now protected and is walking around scot-free. I can't guarantee, and that child can't guarantee, they're not going to rape again. So I'm potentially protecting a predator. So, no. Yeah, but that, but I, that predator's I, your own son. Yeah, but there's, there's a line. There's a line there. You, ha- you have to remember, would you like that done to you? Never mind another person. No, you wouldn't. I, you I remember this very scenario with anyone. somebody I knew many, many years ago that their son or daughter, I can't remember which it was, their son had committed sim- a similar crime. And I remember the mother of that son. I was talking to her 
And she said to me, ah, but your woman that he was supposed to have done it, she, so she goes around spreading herself all over the place. She was probably asking for it. And that's what she said about the victim, about the girl. To, okay, to, to, protect her, to protect her son. Do you understand what I'm saying? His that's reputation. Sad. That's sad because regardless whether someone lies down with Tom, Dick and Harry, you can't accept, make it acceptable for someone to invade and rape them. It's, oh, I agree. You know, like, you have to remember, it's wrong. You have to remember, unless we all stand up and be an actual parent... We're going to have a pack of animals running the country because oh, I think we're past that point. I think we're past that yeah. point. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but you I know, think, you know I, mean? I think children have changed, Joan. Um, Come here. When I was growing up, and this is no lie, the local guard would give you a kick up the ass and say, "Get home, Miss Tatter." Do you know what I mean? You were you, you had respect. I was just saying that to right? Jane today that we had two guards. I I lived in Edenmore. And there was two guards in Kulak Garda yeah. Station. The night rider was one. He was on a bike. And we used to call him, we called him the night rider. And there was another fella called Smiley. Because when he was clattering you, he'd always have a smile on his yeah. face. He was loving it. Yeah. And, and if he saw us out at nine o'clock at night in the winter in the dark, like at the corner, you know, he'd, he'd get off his bike. The other fella get off his bike. I'm going to come around the corner. And you get a kick in the hole, as you'd say. And you were sent home. Yeah. And you went home. Yeah, you were frightened of them. Yeah. Nowadays, There's the kids no don't care. No, no, no. No, no respect. No respect. And he, not even that. The worrying part as well is you have a lot of young adults and, and teenagers that are bullying their parents. The parents are terrified of them. Like, what kind of a society is it? It's gone. It's gone out. Would, your, would your family have protected you if you did something wrong in your day, Joe? No. No. Now, Your dad would have kicked the shite out of you, would he? What's the call? No. Uh, dad never helped. Um, no. Did your ma hit wasn't. you? Uh, so she'd take you with the hoover head <laughs> or a belt. <laughs> yeah, my... <laughs> if you were too fast, she'd throw a slipper. Yeah, oh, that was it. My mother was like Clint Eastwood with a slipper. <laughs> yeah, it ricocheted. Even if you turned the corner, for some reason, it was able to hit a wall and ricochet and get you up the top of the stairs. <laughs> But, but there was respect. There was respect. Yeah. No, you're right. There was. There was. Like I. Had you didn't do those things because of the fear you had of your parents. So you didn't do those yeah. things. Yeah. No. I, but I find nowadays kids, and maybe it's just me, maybe I'm being really unfair because there's good kids out there too, right? But I find that yeah. kids generally nowadays, they're so selfish. It's all about yeah. them. Unless there's something in it for them, they're not willing to do anything yeah. anymore. No. And like that, you just have to walk into any cafe in the summer, this summer, and the fourth summer after COVID, and you get served by the, the kids. They didn't want to be there. No. They didn't want to. Do you know what I mean? You, you didn't get service. You, you, it, was just, it was just crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no go in them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's literally, there's no, I can't even explain it. No. Like I know when I was growing up, you were mad to get a job, to get a few bob. So you could go down, down the town to buy crappy knockoff Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were great. Yeah. You know wranglers. Do you remember yeah. Wrangler jeans? Yes. The yeah. Wranglers are stock. Yeah. But like that, that, you just, you had a value for money. I remember the, the cabinets of English and they used to go around on a Sunday with the papers. And they used to have the boot up and you'd run from door to door to papers. You got 30p at the end of it. And I reckon we ran around 20 miles 
while he's setting the bleeding taxi like an Egypt. <laughs> but that thought to me was like handing someone a hundred I know. I Joan, I did it myself. I, I remember when I was 15 years of age, I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I was getting on the train uh, down to Donna Base to Lambs. It was the fruit. Do you remember Lambs? They used to do the fruit Lambs, picking. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd, go, you'd have to have a card. Somebody would give you a card for the next day. And you'd spend the whole day on your knees picking strawberries or standing up picking raspberries from the bushes or up a ladder taking apples from a tree. Whatever it was, you had to pick. And you'd come out of the place with four quid at the end of the day and you thought you were a millionaire. <laughs> And you'd also be physically sick from eating the strawberries. <laughs> I yeah. never wanted to see another strawberry again. Yeah. And by the way, can I just mention for those people who didn't go to lambs, um, they were, lambs <laughs> at the time, now it's not like this now, I'm sure, at the time they provided food for one of the most famous jams in Ireland. And I can tell you, some of the lads that I knew, when they were picking the raspberries to make the buckets heavier, they would do something into the bucket. Asta. They did. Yeah. They did, Joe. And we used to put rocks in the bottom of the pullets of strawberries as well to make them look full. <laughs> I won't be eating strawberry jam again. Jesus <laughs> Stay, well, hang on. Stay there for a second. So Joan wouldn't protect them. Absolutely not. They need to learn. John, you're on Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing, John? Night, Nile, Yeah. I'd like protect them. Oh, you I'd, would? I'd support them. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've learned from being bullied all my life and, and getting kicked around. Uh, I don't care what my kids do. Well, my kids are big now. Mm. But uh, I've seen other parents with million euro houses and everything else and their kids can wreck the world. So I only live once. I will support my kids. I don't care what they do. Uh, oh, I'd give them a hiding, but I won't tell the cops to them. I'll sort it out with them myself. I'd support them to the fucking last. Mm. So, so if your so if your son came home, John, and said, you know, had he had a few drinks on him, and he said, yeah, I think I'm after hitting someone in the car on the back roads, but nobody knows about it, and and you heard the next day in the radio there was a hit and run, but there was no witnesses, and the person was in hospital, you wouldn't go to the guards and hand your son in. No, I wouldn't. He could do it himself. But he's not no. If he's not going to do it himself, you wouldn't hand him in, no. Well, it's, that's his life. I'm going to die. I am not. So you'll take I that am, to the grave, would you? I'll take it to the grave at me. But he does. Um, I I don't. Well, I know. I know my 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 family would never do anything like that. Well, but, yeah, uh, we all we all think you know the, the accidents happen sometimes. People get involved in situations. I know we all yeah, think that, but and it's. Any lad like myself now, if I ever did answer to anyone, I'd be the first to walk in myself. And I've always put my hand up and say, that's me. But as far as anyone else, unless there was a fucking TV license, I wouldn't hang them. <laughs> yeah, unless <laughs> there's a TV license. Uh, yeah, but can I just ask you, John, uh, how are you? They, you said that you were bullied, right? All your life and the whole lot. Yeah. Would you not think... Those kids weren't taught morals and they were let away with everything like you said you'd protect your kids. Oh, they were. They it's were, not about they support. Were. No, but just let me finish. What I'm saying is, would you not have preferred if those parents had stepped in and taught those kids right from wrong and, and sorted it out, brought those parents, went to your parents, journey to make it easier? This is the problem. Yeah, but they, 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 the parents never knew. 
what went on the school year. They never knew when I was going home that I was getting my lunch taken off me or my lunch money taken off me or I was getting, like I remember being nine or ten being threatened with a knife outside Night outside Monroe's and Galway. Oh, the Monroe, Monroe's. Well, we used to have our listener parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a fella. He wasn't, my, and he's a good friend of mine now. But at the time when he was young, he had a fit knife and he put it up against me just to get my lunch. Like, you know, oh, right, right. And he would I laugh. Know, and I... He would probably never have stabbed me or anything like. But he just thought this. Oh, it's still terrifying. All the same. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, it would be. I know. I'd have, I'd have fell up about 13 years of age when I was about 13, pulled a knife on me when I was about 13 years of age because we stole his wood from his bonfire. Um, so. I remember. Yeah. I died one time. My parents brought it somewhere. Yeah. So do you, th- do you think you, you, so you would keep the secret to the grave. Okay, well, stay there, John, and stay there, Joan. Let me just go to Hazel. Hazel, hi, how are you? Hi. I know, yeah, you'd sort out yourself. You give him a bit of a hiding yourself. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, okay, I get you. Okay, sorry, hey. Yeah, hang on, John. Hang on, John. He's still talking. Hey, Hazel, how are you? Yes, good evening. Um, so, um, listening to the whole situation there, obviously, I'm I'm not Irish. I'm Asian. We have a different way of upbringing, upbringing, disciplining our kids. Now, when I moved to Ireland, I have to say to you this short story before I answer your question. Okay. When I moved here, I kind of have this thing that I disciplined my child some point like a few weeks ago now after a few weeks i've heard that my child shared the situation in school and then a social worker came to my door knocking why did i discipline my kids that way so i was like it's a normal thing in the philippines that we have to discipline our child and how okay so so tell us because obviously we don't know so if you're disciplining a child in the philippines for being bold or how do you how do you do it physical. Now, here's my, my, my What, like a slap on the I bottom? Lied, or? I lied one time, just one time when I was younger. My parents hung me outside the tree and placed me inside the sack. Oh, no. So, you oh. know the, the sack of rice? They yes, were, yes. They placed, tra- they, they placed me inside and they, they tie me on, on, the on a tree. tree. Oh, God. It's, it's really scary. Yeah, right? I imagine so, so that, yeah. That, that's, that's actually a traumatic experience. Like these days now, but back then it's not even traumatic. It's just a way of it was like, a way you don't of life. feel traumatized at all. Like it's just mm. l- sorry, my baby's hiding. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, we will never do anything bold, like moving forward, because we know there's a consequence, and it's hard. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, we there was a time, to- Hazel. I don't, how long are you living here, Hazel? Oh, just a year. Okay. Well, there was a time here in Ireland when I was young. That if you did something wrong, and Joan will tell you that too, your parents would, you know, they'd give you a good slap. Like you'd be slapped across the bottom with a slipper or a cane or a belt yeah. or whatever. You'd get a good hiding. We used to call it a hiding. And, but, but that then kind of slowly changed. It used to happen in school as well. Your school teacher would hit you as well. And, yeah. But then but they, four years ago, they made it illegal. Yep, absolutely. So you see, if you listen to the radios, different stations, TV, online, you will see kids recently in Killarney, like group of kids, teenagers, and then we are asking, what are the parents doing? But I know now why they can't do anything, because if they try to reprimand their kids, keep the kids inside their, their house, someone will knock, why you're not letting your kids go outside? And if you let them go, I would doubt you're not really sure what's the behavior of your mm. child outside now because they know they can go to 
Garda, they can go to the social worker, they can go someone supporting school. You can't you can't discipline your child. Now, verbally, we can just remind our kids that this will happen to you and all that, but they won't really see the bigger picture if they're not disciplined well. If we we have to do physical, just for them to realize that something might happen to you outside even worse than this that you can't handle. So if you see now, even in the workplace, some people don't have mental toughness. Because mm. just one time you will say, oh, you have to do this and all. And they say, oh, my God, I'm so stressed in my workplace. My boss told that I'm, I'm this. Like, they don't. <laughs> the critical thinking skills, yeah. mental toughness, everything. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. And I think Joan would appreciate that, too, that when we got, like my dad give you the odd slap. My mother was worse, actually. My mother would hit you with the slipper and all sorts of things, right? And the cane out of the plant. But... When I look back on it now, it was discipline. And, and everybody would say the same thing in most cases, of course, unless it was full-on abuse. It didn't do us any harm. And nowadays, no. we've gone from one extreme to the other. There's nothing yep. in the middle, if you know what I mean. And I think kids nowadays are not being disciplined at all. Yeah. And you True. know my answer to yeah. your question? Yeah. My, my answer will be, like, as a mother, it will be painful, but I have to take them to authorities and make them suffer inside jail, explain themselves. But I know they won't be able to stand up because they are not ready for that kind of situation. They don't have accountability when they're younger. And now that they've grown up, they have to face it. And and there will be a high chance that they might commit suicide because they don't know what to do in those kind of situations. Yeah, they're not, they're not really so, equipped to deal with the world anymore, sure they're not. Yeah. No, they're not with reality now. No, they're, they're not. not. No. They're no. totally... No. Uh, like, I'll put it this way. It's like it's like the world has gone a bit crazy. And I'll, I'll, oh, it has. I'll just explain <laughs> what I think here now. So you have... Like, I'm not saying we have to go back to the, the 70s and 60s and 50s. But what I'm saying is just a simple thing, right? We have your, our discipline, as we explained, and the different things. But if you look at it on the sexual side, right? Yep. So years ago, now I'm not saying everyone was perfect, but years ago, yeah, there would be our odds, wouldn't I stand, or uh, a few partners, right? Yep. And, like, even if if, if you left someone feel you up, you were a slut. So there was, there was that. Rock on here now, and it's, oh, my God, it's multiple partners, um... It's it's OTT, and that's yes, you know, I'm not anything goes. Yeah, sexual behavior. This is young teenage sexual behavior. It's like morals, self respect, yes. morals as everything. So like they don't care about the guards, they don't respect parents, they don't respect themselves. So you're going from. Sexual I think a lot of that has to do with the, the disappearance of religion. Now, I'm not a religious person. I don't even believe in God. But I will say that some of the morals of the Catholic Church and the way the Catholic Church taught people to respect each other and respect themselves was a good thing, even though I'm not a religious person. Now, don't get me wrong. The Catholic Church are not perfect either. They went over the top as well. But what I'm yeah. saying to you is some of the morals in relation to self-respect were, were brilliant. And, and I, I, I would still teach saying. them. I, I wouldn't agree. I tell you what I think it is. Because at the end of the day now, when I was growing up, we only went to church because school sent us there. Once we made our confirmation, my mother was like, mm. uh, if you want to go, you go. It's yeah. your choice. You know what I mean? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I genuinely, 100%, that uh, could be wrong, believe internet. You have to remember, I'll put it this way. Yeah, no, the, inter- the internet has destroyed children. 
Yeah. And I'll mm. tell you, Social I'll media. You, I'll, give you a good, mm. I'll give you a good example. My Uncle Joe, right, he has a, a hairdresser, I won't name it, up in Ashbourne. Make a long story short. You'd go in and you'd say, uh, can I have a number two on the side and a number four on the top? Every single person left his place with a number two all over. He hadn't got a clue what he was doing. But his place is <laughs> packed, right? I swear to God, right? Yeah. And I would always wonder, and of course, I went to do work experience up, I went... Hadn't he got a rake of Georgie magazines? So we're all getting the Georgie magazines to look at while he was shaving everyone with a number two, right? <laughs> and that's what it was. It was stupid. Do you, but, but, oh, hang on. Do you have kids, Hazel, yourself? How many, oh, you do. I can hear baby in the background. I do. How many, many children do you have? I have three kids. So I have 12 years old. I have nine and I have a newborn. Okay, can I ask, you, can I ask you a question? Has your nine-year-old got a phone? No. Has your 12-year-old got a phone? No. Okay, and are you going to get they them have, a phone? But they have, they, they don't have their own personal thing. My my nine year old has a laptop which he can use after school or when there's no class. Okay, but, but he doesn't really own it. I just loan it to him when he needs to use it. No, I have an but old has phone. Access when into that. Yeah, yeah, but but, that, but that's okay if it's supervised, Joan. I'm okay but, with that to do but, his projects and stuff. But you know, yeah. he, he's he's different kind of of a child. He's not really more into TikTok and all. When he's curious, like we say anything educational, he search it because there are things that I can't answer myself. Now, he's actually, we say, a very proactive child because he's not really open to what the kids are doing nowadays on TikTok, dancing and all that. He's not that kind of child. The other child that I have, the 12-year-old one, he's curious um, on a different side of things. I just recently found out that he's sexually curious, like... He don't know um, how women do things. Like, he's asking. Oh, oh, I'm at the news oh, there. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll get you back after the break because I have to go to a break anyway. Uh, the number is 87 We're gone off on a slight tangent. We'll come back after the break to Hazel in relation to what her son was curious about because I know you're all dying to know now. Um, but the real question we were asking is, and Hazel said that she would hand her children into the authorities. Now, obviously, her children are quite young at the moment. And she's not at that point yet. John said he wouldn't, that he would die with that secret. But Joan said she would. So think about this. If your child, this is what we started talking about, you might have forgotten at this stage. If your child committed a serious crime, and I'll give you just one example before we go into the break. Your son or daughter comes home. They've been out for a night out in the car. They told you they weren't drinking, but they did have a few drinks. Now, they're not pissed, but they had a few drinks. They come home in an awful state. Oh, ma'am, ma'am, you're not going to believe what I did. What? Oh, God. Oh, no. You know the back roads? There, you know the back roads? Yeah. But there was no one around. I swear there was no one around. But I know I hit somebody. I, I saw them going over the bonnet of the car. And I just kept driving. Nobody seen me. Right, so nobody seen them. There's no witnesses. The next day you hear it on the radio. A man in his 40s, or a woman in their 40s, was hit by a car and is in hospital. Guards are looking for witnesses. Blah, 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 blah. And you know it's your child, but you know they'll never be caught unless you hand them in. You have a chat with them that night and you say, listen, there's a person in hospital. You're going to go down to the car station. No, 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 please, please. I can't. I'm in college. Everything will be destroyed. Everything will be ruined. You can't. Do, don't do that to me, man. Please. Please don't tell. Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. All right, let me get back to Hazel. Sorry, Hazel, we were dying to know now what your son was curious about because you got cut <laughs> off just as you were telling us. So your 12-year-old um, son, he started to get curious, I, I'm assuming, about sexuality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I know 
um, that he saw it somewhere. And this this twelve year old son now is different from my nine year old. My nine year old is kind of mature yeah. to to do search and all that. Now my twelve years old started going to TikTok, and just today, yesterday he spoke with my mother in law about the girls. How do they be? How you know that's the sexual thing? Oh, okay. How we do things? Okay. Now so just today, um, he he went to my room and asked. I saw a video on TikTok that I want to do. And then when my husband checked the phone, what's what's that all about? It's about a uh, teenager, like guys, uh, wearing skirts and dancing to to a music. And now he's more confused. Why are they, are they doing this? And Oh, so he was looking he, at tra- trans guys or women. So it's just, you know, it's just drag queens. You're just doing... No, not really. They're just men. They're just straight men wearing skirts for fun, just for oh, okay, okay, for for views, something like that. Oh, no, okay, for clicks. He, yeah, he's con- more confused now. Yeah, it's hard for me to. Explain That's what that happens. Seen... The internet just confuses them. Social media confuses them. TikTok. I would say keep your kids off TikTok. It's dangerous. Yeah, and I have to tell you that I'm very. I'm all. I always check the searches of my kids. Mm. Uh, my Google accounts is linked to their laptop. And okay. into the phone that I lend them. Okay. So I always check what's Good. the search history and all that, so I can see what they're curious all about. Well, you're you're now, in the easy time at the moment. Up to twelve is very easy. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till he goes to I'm, secondary I'm school next year. It's getting harder. Yeah. Well, when he goes to secondary school next year, it's going to get tougher. Yep. And you don't know what are the conversations in school. Now, mm-hmm. last year, um, I left my kids back home because visas and all. Just there's, there's just lots of problems. And a parent raised an issue with me that these class now are some of the uh, some of the kids were caught watching porn. Oh. Now my child don't have a gadget. They don't. They, they can't bring gadget. And if ever they do uh, use a gadget, someone will know what they're what they're looking. Yeah. Now they're watching porn in school. Now that's now I know. It is. It is quite shocking that you know we did some some research there recently. We had somebody on talking to an expert. That nine-year-olds are watching porn now, which is yeah. really sad. True. I'm kind of relieved that my child is not part of that group. Yeah. But one day, he will be part of that group. He will be. He will be. We, we can't We can't avoid that, and we can't really just... No, the best like, we can do is just guide them through it. Yeah, as best as we can as parents. Okay, but stay there, Hazel, for a second. Okay, so Hazel said, going back to the original question, Hazel said she would... Um, report her child, or when I say child, her 19-year-old, if he's 19, to the authorities if they did something seriously wrong. Betty, hi, Betty. Hi, Niall. How are you? How are you doing? I tell you what, Hazel has it all ahead of her. Anyway. She has. She <laughs> yeah. has indeed. She has. Uh, I, I don't envy her. No, you've got it all behind you, I imagine, Betty, have I've you? I've got it all behind me, I have, but I have grandchildren, you know. Oh, right, okay. But they're still young enough. Okay, like, and how many children do you have? Uh, two, a boy and a girl. Okay, and when they were kind of in their late teens, 19, 20, if they had done something seriously wrong and begged you not to go to the police, would you protect them? No. And I know that's an awful thing to say, but I I reckon that if they'd done something really bad and hurt someone very bad, I, I, I couldn't live with myself. Okay, so you would, no, so you, no matter how much they begged you, you'd go to the guards and yeah, you'd say, sorry. I would, yeah, yeah. Mm. I would stand by him, kind of, but. So you'd, you know, you'd support them and you'd have them get through it, but you would report them. And get through it and, yeah. and, and everything like that, but 
I just couldn't stand by if they hurt, if they actually hurt somebody. Mm. Real serious, like, or, or they, they, you know, kill somebody or, or done something like that. Oh, my God, I couldn't not, I, I could never live with something like that. Yeah. No, and I, and I understand that. And I understand why a parent would feel that way. Although there are parents like John who was on before the break who said he wouldn't report his child. He would take the secret to the grave. You see, that that's just giving him, that's giving leeway, isn't it? To kind of say, well, you did something, so you can do it again. And, and my father won't tell me, mm. won't tell me, no one will tell me. It's yeah. like a bully. If a bully comes along and he bullies you and he gets away with it the first time, he's going to come back again because he knows you're an easy target. Yeah. And the same would happen if you let your child away with something. They will continue to do things wrong, probably. You know, when they when they say you do the crime, you... Do the time. What is it? <laughs> you do the time. Yeah. You know? Mm. But, I mean, I don't envy people in, in, in that situation. And, I mean... I often thought, like, you know, how can people support, like, a 14-year-old or 15-year-old that done something very bad? Um, also, by the way, just in relation to what Hazel was saying earlier on, now, Hazel, you know, culturally was different when she came to Ireland because she came to the Philippines, from the Philippines. And, you know, in the Philippines, it's quite normal for people to discipline their children physically, as we would have done here 20 or 30 years ago. Not anymore. Do you think children are missing discipline? They're not getting discipline anymore. I I think they are. I think they're missing discipline. I mean, I was disciplined. I was disciplined, and I disciplined mine. I have to say. Yeah. And they they knew right from wrong. They knew not what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I, I I wouldn't have been a very strict parent because I was a, a, a kind of a separated sub. So I was bringing the two of them up. Um. But like my son never got into trouble or anything like that. Never brought, as, as my mother would say, never brought the police to the door. No. 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 And when you were disciplined when you were young, Betty, who would discipline you, your father or mother? My mother. Yeah, it was always the mothers. It was, yeah. it, it was always the mother. See, they blame men on everything in this world. And yet, statistically, women abuse children physically more than men. Do you know that's a statistically yeah. true fact? Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's true. My, my father, like I was the eldest in the family. So yeah. if something happened, I got blamed anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's really like normal. I, yeah, it's always it your was, fault. But say, but say that, let me go to Rose as well. Rose, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? How are you doing, Rose? Okay, good, let me go back to the original question again. And I gave a few different scenarios earlier on. But, you know, yeah. if your child committed a crime, but nobody was around to witness it and they asked you to cover for them and say nothing, would you? No, well, you came up with three. You had like the sexual scenario, and then the you had and the, the hit and run, and then you had the drugs. Yeah. With the hit and run, I wouldn't even wait for the next day to hear about um, someone in critical condition. If my child came home to me and said I knocked someone down, I'd be like, "Get back in the car with me, and we'll go and find that person, and we will go and bring them to the hospital or call the guards or whatever." Because if you do that as well, yeah, you know, it's showing some remorse. It's also showing them it's wrong. It's also they won't get in as much trouble because they've gone back to the, the, the scene. You know what I mean? But yeah. It's um, so I wouldn't be hiding that whatsoever. You know the sexual as well. The way you're saying, oh, they'd be like, 
college, you know, I have my whole life ahead of them. What about the person that they knocked down? They had their whole life ahead of them, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, um, what about the girl they raped? She has her whole life well, ahead the of her. Girl they, raped, they had their whole life ahead of them, you know. So, like, what well, a life for a life kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the fact that they they could go to jail for you know a reasonably mm-hmm. long time that wouldn't sway your decision in any way. No, it wouldn't, because I would hope that I would raise them enough to, you know, my best abilities and to give them the best morals and everything like that. But it's nurture versus nature and everything, you know, as well. So if they did do something wrong, I would have to bring them to justice. You know, if there was was a rape case, if there was a, you know, I would I would stand by, but I would show them that what they're doing is wrong. You know what I mean? And what do you say to parents who are, you know, John was on before the break there, and there are other parents as well listening, and some people are texting and saying they would never tell on their child, that they would take his story to the grave. I think it depends. You know, there's that saying where it's like, you know, Mm. um, they bury the body with you and stuff, you know, they'd never tell and stuff. I really think it depends. But, I mean, anything to do with rape or knocking someone down or anything like that, no, because what morals are you, are you teaching them? And then it's your own morals as well. You're mm. in on it as well. If well, you, you are. You're an accomplice to it then, really, aren't you? If you know about Yeah. Yeah, as well. So it depends. But with the whole drug situation, I mean, I think that's a bit lower on the scale. Have you got Have you got kids, Rose, by the way? No, I don't, hopefully, eventually. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm too young for that. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rose, I didn't realise how young you were, but there you go. I won't ask your age on the air. Yeah, I won't ask it. Ryan Tuberty got into trouble years ago for asking a girl her age on the on the television for oh, some no, no, that was so, a stupid reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. You're fine. I teach. I'm a. I'm a teacher, and um, I have kids asking me, "Am I a teenager?" I ask them, "Asking me, am I 40?" So <laughs> <laughs> you sound mature, Rose. I'm not saying yeah, well, that doesn't mean you sound old. By the way, can I just point out? But you sound mature. Yeah, I'm 27. Mm. So yeah, um, plenty of time. Yeah, I, I've lived a lot of lives. I've had a hard life myself. So and were you, were you disciplined, by the way? Because we were talking about discipline earlier on. Would you have been disciplined when you were younger? Yeah, well, I had I had a very hard childhood. My my dad, I'm completely estranged from. Oh, okay. Um, my mom, I'm very close with and everything. Um, she was very she didn't discipline me like in a you know any physical way or anything. And yeah. I'm kind of in the age bracket where that was kind of not done anymore. Yeah, you know. And um, do you think that was such a bad thing? Because uh, Hazel, obviously, who was on the other line a few minutes ago. She comes from a culture where that's quite normal. And it was quite normal in Ireland up to about 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it happened to me. My mother, you know, would let her yeah. the arse off you. But I, I do look yeah. back like other people and say it didn't do me any harm. Yeah, it depends on the, the how how bad it is, you know, between... Well, of course, the, there's the extreme where people were physically know, abused, yeah. Abusing them, you know, actually beating the shit out of them or, or you know, just giving them a smack, you know. But, um, Do you think kids yeah, today, when we talk about crime in general, crime starts at a very young age, but by just bad, yeah. di- bad discipline. Do you think kids today are not being disciplined properly at all? They're they're, kinda, they're getting away with a lot more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with the whole internet generation, all Gen Z, mm. they're all just very precious. And I'm sad I'm in the Gen Z bracket. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I was going to say that. Don't be a hypocrite here, Rose. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's better, a millennial or a Gen Z. I don't think I don't think either of them are much used personally. I'm going to stick with the Gen X's <laughs> no. for now. No, but I'm delighted. I was right in the middle of 
smartphones were only coming out when I was about 15, 16, like the first, you know, iPhone. Yeah. So we kind of still had our flip up phones and still texting each other and stuff like that. So that was kind of Yeah, nice Bebo and MySpace was about as good as you got at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I got to live both lives. Yeah. But uh, no, I think it's all very too much precious. Everyone's learning off TikTok, everyone. You know, there's all these um, mommies on TikTok, you know, trying to teach, you know, um, you know, instead of like um, discipline, like um, trying to, what's it called? That kind of parenting. The naughty step uh, type stuff. N- no, no, no. The, the, the parenting where instead you, it's positive reinforcement oh, instead gosh, of yeah. negative. Yeah, that's everywhere at the moment. Yeah, talk to uh, your child at the same level and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Never raise your voice. These, these yeah, parents yeah, on TikTok, they're perfect. Yeah, yeah, I know all that. No, I just I don't know a parent who's never raised their voice. Be- I bet oh, you, I Betty, know. did you raise your voice, Betty? Bet you did. Oh, I did. Yes, I you did. did. Gosh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you're just talking about phones there now. I'm sure she's just a little young one there, twenty-seven. <laughs> she's a young one. <laughs> we had, we had in our day. CB radios, and that's how oh, we were. CB radios, I remember them well. CB radios, and we had them. That's how old I'm going. Breaker, breaker, now. breaker, breaker for a copy. Breaker, breaker for a copy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and it, it, it they just lack discipline. And if they had the discipline, too much on social media, they have too much freedom with social media. I couldn't agree with you more. Stay there. Let me go to Mike as well. Mike, hi. How are you? Stay there, Rose. Mike. Niall, how are you doing? You heard Rose, you got to teach a child, yeah. you got to teach them yeah. right from wrong, and if that means they're going to you jail, do. they go to jail. Exactly, because uh, I had four kids there and all right, then my, my eldest dear, she was done for the bag, and she was asked to spend 18 a couple of beers. So, so, so you say that again, she, oh, she was, she was asked to blow into a bag, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she had a couple of beers. She was working with me all day. She went out that Saturday night, and she had a couple of beers and um, she was doing the snow. And she was waiting for a taxi home. And some neighbor said, look, drive home. There'll be no gas out tonight. There'll be no gas out tonight. So she said, no, no, I won't. And he, she was forced into driving home. And I, but she'd done it and she got begged. She got done for the bag. And, you know, back to, that might be 10, 12 years ago. Back then, I might have been able to do something about it. But I said, no, I wouldn't do it. Because... Um, to the best lesson ever that one could learn because if they, if you were doing something to get them off that time, they would... They would do it think, again. Go on through life, yes. Go on through life. Or dead and soft dead, dead and soft dead. He'd be able to, yeah. you know... Do they they were the days when you used to know a guard and you'd have a word with somebody. The, the old the days. The nod in the wink, yeah. yeah. The nod in the wink, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, you, yeah. So you didn't do the nod in the wink and you let her go through it. And did she lose her license? She... Uh, she... She was, she was put off the road, yeah. She was she put, put off, off the road, road yeah. She was, she's in Australia now, but... but Not but, now, obviously, um, but at the time she was put off the road. <coughs> yeah. She, she never drank, she never drove. Never, she, she never had a drink and drove again? No, because she learned her lesson. No, she never drove, she never drove. And this was back uh, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, she never drove after that. Did she not? No, she just got such... No, 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 she got such a fright. But, uh, oh, well, I wouldn't like see that happening either. But I'd like to see her learn a lesson for not drinking and driving. So, so okay, Mike, generally, the, the reason, so, and I'll give you the same scenario I gave everybody. If they committed a more serious crime and came home and told you, and it was a crime you knew they'd go to jail for, 
but nobody else witnessed it. Just you're the only one who knows. Would you tell? If it was a car, if it was a car accident, I'd let them down straight away. Drugs. What about you find you find six, seven hundred quid worth of drugs in their bedroom? Oh, in the bedroom. Um, yeah, and, and you find out they they admit to you they're dealing. Oh, oh, straight away. I would. I would. You would. Biggest drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was never a drinker. We were never a drinker. No. Um, yeah. Myself too. We never drank much. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. And that, like, but, but no, I'd be, I'd be totally anti, anti drugs and all that thing, like, mm. or that, that, you know, because, and my heart goes out to, um, you know, the parents of any, I was in Dublin, I'm a country by now, right? Now. I was in Dublin one day delivering goods, okay, outside in Belbrigan. And I saw this lovely young fella, about the same age as my son at the time, maybe 13 or 14 years of age. And, he urinated up in front of a shop window and he was out of it in drugs and you know I felt sorry for him yeah. because I said he's some somebody's son mother's son yeah and he he's obviously been neglected crowd. yeah he, he and he a lovely clean looking young fellow like and, and I just felt sorry for him I, I nearly cried so is it when that happens I often wonder when that happens is that bad parenting because if no, he is hanging around no, no, but if he's hanging around with the wrong crowd surely his parents should know who he's hanging around with Niall, I'm a country by there, right? And when I was going out, um, I hung out with the biggest drinkers. Any, 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 every weekend they were scrapping, they were fighting, and that, but I never got into the drinking. And you know, I never got into the drinking because I didn't respect my father, I was in rhythm. Yeah, and I, I was the same because I worked in the nightclub industry and everybody was pissed every night of the week. Everyone I worked with and everybody that was in front of me when I was DJing, but I never drank because yeah. I remember my father would, put, now my father was a drinker, mind you, but he used to say to me that he used to give out to me and tell me never to go drinking and never smoke, but mind you, I did start smoking. But but Rose, sorry, just getting back to Rose as well. In relation to, you know, the the, the drugs one, would you, would the same with the drugs, Rose, you'd be straight down to the guards, yeah. would you? Um, no, that's, that's, that's the one that I, you know, it depends on the kind of drugs, I think, and it depends. Well, no, I'm, let me just make something up. So you, let's say your son has, you know, a bag with a thousand quids worth of cocaine in small little, ex, in small bags, so you know it's for dealing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the kind of, you know, um, scene that I'm in or, you know, just Dublin nowadays or like my age, you know, and group and stuff but it's just drugs aren't as you but know that's, but that's equally as dangerous as somebody hitting somebody with a car because he's dealing in drugs to individuals most will be fine but if some of them yeah. somebody could die from them they could end up killing someone yeah, yeah. By, uh, if they get if they get took too much or yeah if you gave them something yeah. wrong or anything like that it i think it depends i with if it was weed yeah. I think we're picking and choosing here which drug now <laughs> if it was weed if there's anything higher than that um, I myself would discipline them I myself would make sure that they would stop dealing that I would be watching them like a hawk mm. and I think that they could get over that behaviour you know what I mean the, the drug dealing yeah. you know knocking someone down or raping someone you know that's just instilled in someone you know that's that's just horrendous whereas the drugs is you know kind of on you know the the line whereas in if you tell them it's wrong i think they can really learn that it's wrong you know if you if you rape someone or if you knock someone down and have no remorse about it that's just something in their nature already 
Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe the older generations just don't approve of the drugs as much. And I'm not, and I don't have any kids myself or anything like that. But if I did find their drugs, I would be so angry and I would discipline them, but I wouldn't bring them to the guards. And I would just make sure that they stay out of the crowds that they're in. I'd be watching them like a hawk and make sure that they are not a drug dealer anymore. All right. On that note, Mike, Rose, Betty, and everybody got on that conversation. Hazel as well and everybody else earlier on. Thank you very much indeed. Some of your texts, by the way, coming in. I see Martin has sent in a proverb from the Bible. In literal terms, the verse is a reference to the corporal punishment. I'm not going to read that the whole verse, but it's not, however, only about physical discipline, nor is it meant to justify forms of discipline that cross the line into abuse. The primary purpose of the statement in the Bible, he says, Niall, as I said the other night, everything in the Bible has to be taken into context. At the time, a rod was a long, straight stick most people would carry to help them walk and defend themselves against animals or aggressors uh, they might meet in their travels. This wa- or this verse is more a metaphor for the application of loving discipline. It is not a pass to abuse a child. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.